Hello humans, hello humans, back again. It's almost nine in the morning on February 8th, Wednesday. Heading in to buy some fiddly bits for the tractor. They, uh, yeah, I've still got that here. Um, <laughs> the damn things are, uh, some of them never been used, they're galvanized and they've um, so much ionized uh, radiation around here, so much uh, negative ions in the air that they've corroded. And I gotta get some replacements in order to connect up these uh, hydraulics. Um, anyway, so all kinds of things to talk about. There's uh, various different sorts of uh, activity centers. And so we've got like major activity in the um, uh, the pandemic um, stuff, um, especially relative to information coming out and the uh, upending of the um, pandemic paradigm, which it didn't exist, it was made out of the flu, yada, 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 and we've got this bioweapon that's been injected to everybody. It's causing problems all over. I don't think that they thought, I mean, these people are really stupid they create a fake pandemic, they've got all these people involved, they think they've got the whole world uh, hoodwinked, but lots of us are seeing this and telling the normies and we're starting to uh, erode the, uh, the naradigm that's being put out by the um, powers that be. And just to take it out of the picture, that leaves the normies wondering what the fuck, they don't have anything substantial under their feet to stand on, uh, all of the stuff that they had had relative to the pandemic is being disputed, and it's all coming out into the open now, and of course they did do um, tons of evil and, and immoral acts, and so that's all being exposed, and, and people just don't want to hang out with them anymore. That, and so basically we're coming down to, to that level of the upending of the pandemic. And this will keep pushing. People are going to keep pushing on this just the same way they're going to keep pushing on the election, the fraud of the, uh, the votes and so on, until it is uh, fixed and recovered. People are just simply not going to stop. And the powers that be are not prepared for um, uh, being whittled down, okay? Uh, they, they don't have the... Um, brain capacity to plan a system that would uh, prevent them from being eroded by simply uh, everybody just keeping on, keeping on, yet one more person thrown into the woo crowd, one person removed from the normies, and it just grows and grows and grows, and then eventually they're 100% overwhelmed, and we start putting things back together again. And so, uh, so there's that aspect of it. Now, this pandemic was their cover for the um, uh, the destruction of the banking system. So they've got to destroy the banking system because it will destroy itself in no purchasing power left in the dollar. Uh, we see all of the countries in the BRICS and rest of the planet wherever they can getting out of dollar-denominated assets into some other uh, currency. Uh, this drain is uh, 
about half the population or more of the planet now is in a non-dollar world, and so they're relatively safe. Those of us that are still in the dollar world, especially those of us here in the uh, U.S., are facing a, a very large uh, crises and a, um, a series of interrelated crises uh, that will occur this year. And that occurrence is just months away. Um, so we've seen uh, the banking system fail in Nigeria with um, videos coming out of the riots, uh, people getting uh, uh, injured in the riots, uh, people going crazy over their banks being wiped out. Uh, um, just it, It's just really bizarre to watch these videos coming out of Nigeria. And then uh, two days after the uh, Nigerian um, riots around the banks, we get the uh, Turkish banks in serious trouble. They start going through uh, the preliminaries to a major Turkish banking crash, and then two days after this starts up, they get hit by this series of earthquakes, which pretty much forestalls them getting into uh, uh, the banking crash at this moment because of the nature of the damage caused by the earthquake, etc., etc., the disruption to their society, it will be some time, and when they recover, they won't have the banks there. Uh, so the banks will have, like, crashed in the meantime while everybody else was paying attention to uh, the earthquake damage. Uh, this is the... Uh, Turkey is, is interesting as a banking system because it is the entree to NATO, and um, it's uh, basically targeted right at the German banks. There's a, a, a large percentage of Turkish population in Germany, Turkish extraction population, multiple generations of Turks living in Germany now. And uh, the Turkish and German banking systems are very interwoven. So I'm expecting, uh, in the course of just mere weeks, to have a, a major visible crises in the German banking system that affects a lot of Europe uh, impacts NATO and, of course, impacts the German population. And at that point, let me see, maybe, maybe we'll be coming into uh, spring. I don't know that we'll have spring-like weather, but it may be um, mild enough weather-wise that we start seeing uh, political actions in Germany uh, relative to their banking collapse in about, say, three weeks or so. Um, maybe a month. It's just going to depend on how long it takes for the crises to hit. So in Nigeria, there were three, maybe four weeks uh, of warnings that the banking system was going to hit this crisis. So we've known about three or four weeks out uh, that we're approaching this point. Um, the ripple into uh, Turkey was was sort of unexpected, right? And that happened as a result of, and who knew it, it was there, uh, very large uh, commercial investments from Turkey into Nigeria. And they're all dealing in dollar-denominated assets, and we have um, Nigerian um, purchased uh, derivatives that are failing. So some of the Nigerian banking system was convinced to hold its, quote, wealth, its reserves, 
in the form of derivatives, uh, those crapped out, and that's what precipitated uh, the larger uh, Nigerian banking crises that, in my opinion, was a trigger for the um, Turkish crises. Just as I think that the Turkish crisis will uh, hit um, in Germany. And I actually think I know which banks in Germany are going to be hit first, but that's immaterial. The whole German banking system is, as ours is, rotten to the core because of the central bank and its tie to the, um, uh, the Federal Reserve note. So I'm expecting, and I'm saying it, um, I'm putting uh, my paranoid expectations. Now, bear in mind, I'm paranoid, right? <laughs> I'm telling you this flat out. Uh, I don't trust you bastards, and I'm keeping my eye on you. <laughs> so anyway, um, I actually expect that we'll be getting into major uh, visible to the public, affecting the public uh, banking crises that will be visible to us in June. It, it may creep in earlier. The effects and the causes or the causes and the effects will definitely start earlier than June. I'm just saying it will be visible uh, to the populace in a large way in June. Uh, this visibility is going to be really weird, okay? Because I'm of the opinion that we're going to have sort of a bifurcated society, that there will be those people uh, that are involved in... Um, more solid activities, more primal activities like um, uh, energy production, um, to a certain extent even like house repair, that kind of thing. So those kind of jobs and those kind of individuals in those jobs will be in a uh, relatively more stable environment that will keep on and these people will want to keep on and they'll keep working at their jobs and so on. But on the other hand, on the other side of things, uh, we're going to find uh, that uh, structured, uh, limited and constrained jobs uh, that don't relate to the production of stuff, but might relate to, say, regulation of stuff, those are all going to crash. So we're going to have a situation where... Uh, well, okay, so in the Weimar Republic they had the Weimar uh, hyperinflation. Hyperinflation is the condition where the public gets freaked out about the erosion of the money and they try and spend it as fast as they can get it so that they don't suffer that erosion. So in other words, if you get paid at the beginning of the month in hyperinflation, when you're, when you're afraid that the government is seriously fucking you over by not doing good management and that the money is going to be worth so much less, you will spend it that first day you get it. Okay, so and then just hoard all the stuff that you buy. And so once you find yourself in that kind of behavior where you're uh, spending all the, the paycheck you get as rapidly as possible and doing the best you can to buy as much stuff with it to stash away for that month and then start planning for the next month, then you know we're in hyperinflation. Hyperinflation does not last long. So we had situations in... Weimar Republic in Germany in 1923, where the uh, civil service, uh, beginning with the professors and the teachers and all of those guys, that's where it, that's where it went first, was the academics. And all of the civil service, all of the government workers, basically walked over, uh, walked off their jobs over the course of about four months. 
and I'm saying basically because it was like 80 or 90 percent of the um, uh, the state workers in uh, Weimar Republic in Germany at that time uh, found that they were being paid uh, for a month's work what would maybe keep them alive for a day and so it was not worth uh, wasting their time uh, going into work for the other 29 days in the month, that sort of thing, right? If, if the salary for the month only keeps you alive for a day, you're not being adequately compensated and everything's going to fall apart. And so it did. And so we see a situation where in January of um, 1923, we're getting, getting into the beginning of the hyperinflation. Now, they'd had serious inflation, just like we have serious inflation. And when you can count inflation at on a monthly basis and it's over one percent you're in a serious world of hurt and biden's got us up to eight percent that they admit so we're we're just hovering right at the hyperinflationary level so pretty soon here now all right so uh, let me go back to 1923 in 1923 um uh what we what we would think of as advanced high school maybe sort of like pre-college uh teachers they were the first ones that left in this particular category of teacher in the German um, Republic. And that was because they had a strong union and these guys were really, really, really talking about this shit all the time and uh, discussing their economic issues. And so they had paychecks given to them in January and people that were uh, professors and so on left their jobs in March, just did not bother to show up. So it only took them a couple of months for the hyperinflation to get to the point where uh, there was simply no point to working the rest of that job, you're not going to get compensated. You may want to work the job, you may like the work and all this, but if you're not getting paid for 29 out of the 30 days of the month, then you've got a real issue, right? And so the whole social order had the real issue and we get into the collapse of their political structure relatively soon thereafter, chaos, all of this kind of thing. So I am expecting that here um, to some degree. I'm not saying it's going to replicate what happened in Germany. We're entirely different country, different times. Um, everything is different. However, the main threads, the main pressures are the same. How we will react to those pressures is going to be like, um, uh, you know, a guess, right? As to how any individual section of our society is going to do uh, relative to the pressures uh, that we're experiencing as a result of the uh, dying of the dollar. Now, also bear in mind that this dying of the dollar is what is promoting the communists, right? It's what is promoting all of the uh, bogus political um, operations that are going on now because they can get the free money from the, the Federal Reserve by way of the banks and then they can bribe or whatever they want with it. So very soon, the communists are going to find that their uh, purple-haired, um, uh, woke um, cadre of people turn on them because they won't be getting welfare. If they do get a welfare check, it won't be meaningful because they won't be able to buy anything with it. They won't be able to get... Um, uh, you know, EBT cards and won't be able to get uh, benefit cards to uh, go to the store and shop with. And so they will be in a real world of hurt. 
and this world of hurts going to be exacerbated by the continuing collapse of the food supply. Bear in mind, I've been saying for a couple of years now that the powers that be, the WEF, want a holomador, okay? So they want a mass starvation in the Western uh, republics. Um, so uh, Australia is a, a, a shithole. New Zealand is a shithole. They're in the process of killing off most of the white population there. They've got them all injected. Uh, these people won't be breeding and they're going to replace them with uh, Asians is the, is the idea, is the thinking here, is WEF's thinking. I don't think it's going to work out quite that way because they were thinking, the WEF does, that they are going to manage this collapse, that the central, that the banks are going to move us into uh, the Green New Deal, uh, you will own nothing and be happy about it, and uh, you just get a stipend from the government and they give you your bugs to eat, that sort of thing. And I just don't think people are going to take that, right? That this uh, fantasy of the WEF is just going to lead us into a uh, pretty much simultaneous, or not simultaneous, but a, um, a roll-on revolution in the sense that it'll start in one country. Maybe it'll be New Zealand, okay? So maybe the populace in New Zealand goes absolutely batshit crazy when they're told they've got to eat bugs and all their banks have collapsed. By the way, New Zealand had a, uh, I think it was their number two bank, uh, has now collapsed. And you'll also notice that here in the United States, uh, all of these little regional banks are starting to merge. So uh, one of the banks I deal with has merged recently. Not a good sign. This was one of the shakier banks that I deal with. And the fact that they merged tells me that they're getting close to having to merge again just to stay in existence. Again, not a good sign. Uh, will lead to bail-ins and so on. Uh, so you need to think about uh, how to arrange this. So I don't like having money in dollars. I would prefer to have assets. Uh, at this point, I would prefer to have assets to eat, but it's not going to be possible to store food for, you know, four or five years to get through all of this, right? That's what we're looking at is a four or five year, uh, really tough period of time. Two years are going to be brutal, and then uh, we'll start recovery. Uh, the two years that are going to be brutal are going to be um, beginning this summer. And so we'll have two years from uh, now until like summer of 2025 that are going to be just horrific here in uh, the Western republics. Um, people in Russia and that kind of thing, they're going to do a lot better. Uh, China is going to get in a world of hurt. China is also doing the largest ever um, conscription of people into their military. They're actually setting up whole new colleges to train whole new officer corps. Uh, so they're, they're setting up colleges. They expect some of these colleges to be functioning in a couple of months with an expectation that some of these colleges would be graduating five and 6,000 officers uh, every quarter starting in a couple of years, maybe even only a year. It depends on what they're training them for. Anyway, though, so um, they're planning on a major uh, manpower-involving war, not a technical war. They're planning on some kind of a war where they're going to have to have the physical manpower. China is an interesting thing, and we can talk about all the problems they've got. But in any event, though, so the the political organization of the planet that is dominated by the WEF, controlled by the central banks uh, of the world, there's 140-plus central banks, um, these are all dying because they were all based on the Federal Reserve model, and it is dying at this point, and it has no cover. Okay, so we yet to have a world war where you would have 
nukes falling and then you just don't give a shit that your bank failed. Uh, you don't put it on the central bank and you're willing to accept their uh, little tokens in exchange uh, for your labor as though they were dollars and could buy something. And at that point, you become willing to eat bugs because they tell you the food supply is trashed by all the nukes. And so, so that's their that's their goal is complete total control of humanity. Um, all of us uh, uh, internet nutters have known this for decades, and now you can see. And actually, they're slapping you in the face with it with their Satan worship in the Grammys, right? I mean, that's nothing but a giant satanic ritual there. Um, so, <laughs> so this is our world, right? Um, and we're going to go into a rapid uh, spiral downward that will be led uh, by the Federal Reserve Bank um, in an unexpected way. So now, all of that being, having been said, uh, the banks are collapsing. It's a result of the uh, Federal Reserve note not having any purchasing power. The whole thing is a, a dirty Ponzi scheme. Uh, derivatives crashing, too much um, unrestricted money printing, bribery, and the whole uh, social order is corrupted uh, by these, basically all the Jewish banks, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, all of these guys that own the, the Federal Reserve. So now here's the thing. Uh, they may not be in charge of the Federal Reserve anymore. So they may own it, but no longer control it. There's some suggestion, if you read uh, the current happenings and have a particular understanding, you can say, well, that shouldn't happen unless. And you keep getting a lot of these unlesses, and you come up with this theory that maybe there's been a coup d'etat. That maybe the current managers of the Federal Reserve are managing it in a way that is not the way that the Rockefellers and Rothschilds want it to go, but maybe the way that, like, patriotic Americans want it to go. So in other words, uh, we're presented with an interesting picture where the Federal Reserve is doing things that sort of make sense, not, not their overt things, all this, but I'm talking about the stuff in the background, uh, sort of makes sense as though you were going to uh, face a crisis, have a plan for that crisis, and have a recovery that did not include your organization the way it is now. So we have uh, some of these... Um, telltale signs. The uh, U.S. Mint is making silver eagles, and I hear gold eagles as fast as they can turn them out, but they're not selling them. They're just stacking them up. So that kind of tells me they're planning on having to introduce an alternative currency. It'll have to be solid. It can't be paper or digital in order for it to do the job it's got to do emotionally. And so they're doing it, I think, with the silver eagles um, and the gold eagles that they'll be able to introduce into circulation. Uh, there are other such things. So the Federal Reserve Bank appears to be trying to uh, save the dollar at the expense of everything else, such that the central bank itself could continue. So there are some moves relative to how they have all these all this shit structured in derivatives and so on that would seem to suggest that the central bank, our, our Federal Reserve wants to save the Federal Reserve note to maintain some level of purchasing power in it, even though that's not what Klaus Schwab wants. Klaus Schwab wants it to die horribly, quickly, so they can move everybody over into his neat Green New Deal. So in essence, I'm saying it appears, because of some of the things that are being done at regulation levels, other moves that are being made that you can find, 
reported, it appears, and I'm making the suggestion, that maybe the Federal Reserve Board of Directors has gone rogue and that they intend to do something different than what they're being told to do by their masters. Um, I think their masters are aware of it. I think they're trying to provide the pressure that they may, but it simply is not working, and these guys appear to be going on on their plan. I do not think they can save the Federal Reserve nor the, the Federal uh, Reserve note here in the United States. It may delay the total collapse some while and give us a nice bit of breathing room, so I like that idea, but I don't want them to save it because I don't want two years from now to be dealing with fake money the way we're dealing with fake money now. I would much rather have a reconstituted official treasury-issued U.S. dollar. Um, I think that's where we'll end up, this treasury-issued U.S. dollar, uh, but uh, it does look as though the Federal Reserve is not going along, and so this means that there may be bank wars. Uh, that would be a very interesting thing to occur. That actually aids the population in a couple of different ways, and we would see that aid in the um, relative uh, uh, jockeying for purchasing power among the various different kinds of currency. And so they may actually be able to forestall some of the more dire effects of the Federal Reserve crashing, and at which point we could maybe even legislatively uh, shift over into a Treasury dollar without quite the damage uh, that would be expected if the Federal Reserve note were to totally die and we had to scramble to recover. So I'm saying it's early days yet, but I think I see some signs that somebody's got a plan on a way out of this. I don't necessarily agree with the Federal Reserve part of that plan, but it would sure be nice if we were able to save uh, the Treasury-issued U.S. dollar and keep the country more or less intact, right? In this process, by the way, uh, the United States and all other countries that have them are very likely to lose any um, uh, titled control over foreign areas. <coughs> so I don't expect Puerto Rico to stick around with the U.S. Um, or Guam, these kind of things. Hawaii may, may also decide not to um, uh, be with the United States anymore. They may have a new function, a, a new kind of a government. So it's just going to be really an interesting period of time uh, as these banks go down to this next, next phase of degradation. So it's going to get really strange, guys. Um, obviously, we have to worry about the uh, large percentage of a homeless population uh, that won't have um, welfare. They won't have any form of cash. Um, this is going to be the same kind of situation that is happening in Nigeria, where people can't get the cash out of the banks, and they're rioting, right? Because they don't have any kind of reserve that's going to allow them to get food for the next day and so on. And that's what we're facing here in the U.S. As I say, so sort of it's kind of good because I don't think it's going to hit us until June. And that's that's pretty good weather to have this hit in. Uh, so we don't have the issues of people freezing and this kind of thing on the street. Uh, but it is going to get really, really, really rough. And we've got a lot of work to do to uh, rebuild things and take it all back from the Kazarian Central Banks and their, um, uh, their creatures of uh, socialism and communism. These are not natural. These were created by the Jewish um, banks in Europe, 
by the Khazarians, who are Jews, but they're not related to the people in the Bible. So I've been arguing with a lot of Jews, and the one guy who actually cited a Jewish study done by these 10 Jewish doctors, and they'd done like 38,000 uh, blood extractions to do DNA, and they found that less than 1.2% of that 38,000 people um, had any DNA markers that would have put them anywhere near the Mideast. And in fact, I have more DNA markers in me for being um, uh, a part of the of being, a, you know, my ancestors being in Judea than uh, all of the Khazarians combined. And I don't have many. <laughs> so anyway, so that's just the way it is. It's just our, our planet at the moment. Sort of a little situation report and the kind of thing I'm anticipating and those things that I'm dealing with now is, you know, uh, uh, trying to get ready for this uh, unfolding uh, of these next episodes. So everything is related. Everything that is going to, to shit um, in your world politically and socially is 100% related to uh, the banking system. And that if we did not have these ills in the money, we would not be in this situation politically and so on. That's why they know they can engineer the communist revolution because they control the banking system and can cause the banks to collapse and cause these emotions and therefore the um, outpouring of the emotion and the reaction to those emotions that lead people into thinking that, oh, communism is a good deal. You know, we're, we're going to be able to make this happen and, and not everybody die and stuff. Uh, so uh, this is where we're at. Going to be really, really, really rough couple of years. We're here now. Um, you need to take care. In my opinion, everybody needs to take care of themselves for the immediacy of what's going on right at this moment, but also keep an eye on what's going to be happening here in these next couple of years as we get further into the degradation. It doesn't happen overnight. It's going to take us a while. And so it'll be, you know, uh, it's like stair steps. You'll take one down, sort of stay on that step for, for a while, and then go to the next one. And it's just going to be this way for a couple of years. It, it may be two years before it's, we stop stepping down. It's just going to be hard to say. They've engineered a really big crash here. We've got to go through some of it. A lot of us guys are aware of, of the shit that's going on. And there are people that are doing things now uh, to... Uh, aid us all in that future where we have to recover from these fucking Wefonians and their um, uh, idea that they're the masters of the planet. So, um, you know, they're just racist and offensive. Um, I have a copy. Of, so most of these people think they're Jews and they're not really, but that's uh, they're Khazarians, but that's a secondary issue. Um, but I have a copy of the Talmud. And I won't have it in my house, okay? I will not have those volumes in my house. They are so, so, so uh, vile and racist in what they have in them. I don't want my environment polluted by that language. Even if I'm not going to be reading it in there, I don't want it in the house. It's, it's that disgusting to read the Talmud and if you're not a Jew. And I don't know how you can, and I think personally... A lot of the self-hating Jews have read parts of the Talmud and they say, what the fuck am I involved in? It's, it's just that fucking weird, right? Um, and we need to get into all of that. I'm going to be talking to a South African about a lot of this stuff here in the, in the future. 
and uh, so I got to go buy some <laughs> some hydraulic bits at the moment, guys. Um, and I'll, I'll do some more of these uh, in, in this particular drive around because we've got a lot of shit going on these days. All right, talk to you later.